2: Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker Podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up. With your host, George Lizos.
1: Hello, my wonderful lightworkers, and welcome to my third solo episode in my elemental series. And this episode will be all about connecting with the unicorns, the elementals of spirit. So the first episode in the series was an introduction to the elementals and how to connect with them. The second episode was about connecting with the mermaids and manifesting your soulmate relationship. And this third episode is all about connecting with the unicorns to manifest your life purpose. Specifically, you're going to learn how to work with the unicorns to find exactly what your life purpose is, why unicorns are related to your life purpose, your roadmap to following your life purpose, and how you can work with your unicorn spirit guide to receive the exact action steps that you need to take to fulfill your life purpose. But as I do every single time, before I start explaining what unicorns are, why they're connected to your life purpose, why they are a part of the spirit element, let me start by telling you my own story of how unicorns helped me to find and follow my life purpose. So as you may know, I grew up in the small Mediterranean Christian island of Cyprus. Now, the thing with small islands is that people tend to be very set in their ideas. Growing up, it was clear that I had spiritual tendencies. I was one of those weird kids who, rather than go out and play with kids their age, I would wander alone in nature, chanting to flowers and wondering why we're here on earth and what the purpose of life is. However, growing up in a Christian society, I was soon made to believe that any form of spirituality that wasn't Christian Therefore, tarot, meditation, channeling, rituals, crystals, everything that I do now, was evil and the work of the devil. That's what I was led to believe. And therefore, I followed the only spiritual path that was available to me at the time, which was the Christian one. When I was 13 years old, that's when I realized that I was gay. Now by that time I was deep into the Christian beliefs and lifestyles and one thing the church made clear was that gay people were criminals and pedophiles and you had to stay away from them. And as a result, ashamed of my gayness, I decided that if I were to make it in the world, I had to not be gay. And therefore I approached the matter in the only way I knew how. I would just change myself from gay to straight, one step at a time. So for two years, I monitored the way I walked, the way I talked, and the way I acted in the world, trying to make myself straight. Obviously, none of these processes worked because I was born this way. And so I just decided that I was a human abomination, and the only way out was for me to take my own life. But thankfully, in my darkest moment, I saw the light. Just before I was ready to put an end to it, I had an epiphany that changed my life forever. I decided to fuck the system, fuck the church, fuck society, and learn to love myself instead. And that's what I did. At the time, I was reading the Harry Potter books, and I was so inspired by the combination of love and magic and wondered whether I could find that in the real world. And I did, in new age spirituality. From then on, in the years that followed, I practiced a variety of spiritual modalities which taught me to love myself, to forgive my bullies, and to find all the love and happiness and acceptance that I sought within me. Fast forward to my university years. I was studying geography and was ready to audition for a master's degree in musical theater. Although I'd been on my spiritual path for seven years and I worked to become a Reiki master, I was an avid tarot reader and even did bachelor's and master's degrees in metaphysical sciences, it had never passed my mind that my life purpose could involve being a spiritual teacher. You see, in my head, I still had that unconscious programming from my Christian upbringing that my spiritual beliefs were evil. Thankfully, in that moment in my spiritual path, I had discovered unicorns in Diana Cooper's book A Wonder of Unicorns. I'd learned that unicorns were spirit guides who worked with lightworkers to help them find their life purpose. And I'd been working with my unicorn guide through meditations and other processes for some time. To help me do that. And just like magic, actually exactly like magic, one day as I was walking home after a university class, I had a life-changing epiphany. I was just walking home and then suddenly something shifted within me. My unicorn guide imparted me with an intuitive download that changed my direction in life 360 degrees. Suddenly, All those limiting beliefs and programming from my childhood were stripped away and I could see the answer clearly. I heard my unicorn guide say, you're here to teach the message of your story and empower others to do the same. The message was crystal clear that my life purpose lied in spirituality. And in the days that followed, I received more intuitive guidance on the exact steps that I had to take in order to do so. Long story short, within the next five years, and with the guidance of my unicorn guide Zeros, that's his name, I went on to start my own spiritual business, I published my book Be The Guru, I wrote for popular spiritual publications such as Soul & Spirit magazines, I did talks and run workshops on spirituality, and I created a community of light workers, all working towards making the world a more loving place. And it all happened as a result of working with my unicorn guide to define my purpose and receive the exact steps that I had to take to follow and fulfill it. That's why I'm so passionate in helping you all connect with the elementals, not just unicorns, but the elementals such as the mermaids, the sylves, the dragons, the elementals of all the different elements in nature, because I truly believe that all the answers we seek are found in nature, in our connection with nature and in the realization that we are also part of nature. That's my story of working with the unicorns to manifest my life purpose. Now let's talk about unicorns. So unicorns are elementals of the spirit realm. Other elementals of the spirit realm include Pegasians and include the Muses, the ancient Greek goddesses of inspiration. But let's talk specifically today about unicorns. And I want to start with a common question that most people have regarding unicorns. Did unicorns exist in flesh and bone? This question, the question of whether unicorns have walked our planet physically, has captivated humans for thousands of years. And there are a few theories about that. One theory suggests that unicorns have indeed walked the planet as real life animals, but eventually ascended to a higher dimension because they couldn't take the toxic energy of the planet. Another New Age theory suggests that unicorns are ascended horses, and therefore they are the spirits of horses who went on to ascend into a higher dimension. And yet another theory claims that unicorns are symbolic of our souls, and therefore they are the spirits of our souls. But whether unicorns have existed in real life or not, What's undeniable is that unicorns have captivated human imagination for thousands of years. The first mention of a unicorn was by Greek physician and historian Ctesias of Cnidus in the fourth century BC, who described the unicorn as resembling an Indian ass with a white body, red head, blue eyes, and a 28-inch long horn. Since Ctesias's unicorn, Aristotle, Julius Caesar, and many other explorers and historians provided their own descriptions of the unicorn, which started an obsessive quest to finding and capturing this elusive creature. The mention of the unicorn in the Bible fueled the belief in unicorns even more, and therefore explorers journeyed far and wide searching for the infamous unicorn. As a result, in the years that followed, unicorn poems were written, stories were created and artwork was commissioned by kings and queens. By the 20th century, when the world was fully discovered and the unicorn wasn't found, scientists declared that the unicorn was just a myth and they ended all efforts to finding it.
2: underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com
1: and yet and here's a paradox in this despite the fact that science declared that unicorns did not exist the belief in and popularity of unicorns didn't die in fact It intensified, and to this day, the unicorn features in nation's coats of arms, in songs, movies, and TV series, as well as an innumerable range of clothing, gadgets, and accessories that cater to the new era of unicorn obsession that we're currently going through. Even more amazing is that there are so many people who believe that unicorns did, in fact, exist or still exist. So the question that naturally comes to mind is, why has the unicorn held such significance to so many cultures around the world for so long? Answering this question holds the key to what unicorns really are as well as to finding, following, and fulfilling your life purpose. And that's what we're going to talk about now. The easiest way for me to answer this question is to guide you through the most popular unicorn story. It is a story that we find in almost all unicorn stories around the world, unrelated stories around the world. And this story is most beautifully illustrated in a series of tapestries produced in the Middle Ages called the unicorn tapestries. So, let's go on a journey through the tapestries. So, in the first tapestry, you see a group of masculine butch hunters with their hounds, ready to go out on a unicorn hunt. When they find the unicorn peacefully drinking water in the forest, they attack it. Yet, the masculine approach that the hunters are using to capture the unicorn isn't really working. And so the hunters decide to take an alternative approach. They ask a virgin maiden, a woman, who has a more feminine way to approach the unicorn. And so the maiden woos over the unicorn with her gentleness and her purity of heart. And once she does so, the hunters come in and capture the unicorn. So the last tapestry shows the unicorn caught and caged by the hunters. The reason this story is so prevalent over time is because it's symbolic of our inner journey to finding and following our life purpose. Let's analyze the symbols in this story and you'll see what I mean. The hunters represent the approach that for so many years so many of us have used to go about following our life purpose. Depending too much on our ego, for thousands of years we felt that we had to struggle to work hard, to go beyond ourselves and take immense and never-ending action in order to follow our purpose and find happiness, abundance and fulfillment. The maiden, on the other hand, symbolizes the exact opposite of the hunter approach. She is 100% feminine in her ways. She's gentle. She's poised. She's taking the time to befriend and woo the unicorn over. This symbolizes another ego approach that many lightworkers use in following their purpose. The idea that we don't need to take action because the universe will take care of everything. Unfortunately, this extreme lack of action is another ego trap to keep us procrastinating in following our purpose the unicorn is the price. It symbolizes finding our life purpose and knowing exactly what we need to do to follow and fulfill it, therefore achieving all the happiness, the abundance, and fulfillment that we seek. In the story, the unicorn was finally captured by the hunters and maiden working together, which reveals the key to capturing the unicorn, and therefore the key To fulfilling our life purpose which is finding balance between masculine and feminine energy which means knowing when it's time to take action and make things happen and knowing when it's time to relax and let the universe take over and to do that we need to awaken our intuition and this is what working with our unicorn guide helps us to do and this is what working with all the spirit elementals help us do. Which brings me to the truth about unicorns' existence on our planet. I am sorry to disappoint you, but unicorns never existed as real-life animals. The biblical unicorn ended up there due to a mistranslation of the Bible. And Thesias' unicorn was really a chimera of three different animals that he combined in one. Yet, The reason that our quest to finding this magical creature persisted for so long was because what we really wanted to capture was our soul. Our soul that's already happy, abundant and fulfilled, that has all the information about what our purpose is, that's balanced between masculine and feminine energy and that can provide us with specific intuitive guidance to following and fulfilling our life purpose. The way to capturing the unicorn, therefore our soul, and discovering our life purpose, and the way to fulfilling it then, is by working with our unicorn spirit guide. So although unicorns never really existed, what do exist are unicorn guides. Specifically, your unicorn guide is a spiritual extension of your soul, holding the knowledge to finding your life purpose and knowing when to take action and when to surrender in order to fulfill it. In other words, your unicorn guide is the spirit of your soul who appears to you in the form of a unicorn so that you can work with it in a more palpable way to receive clarity as to what your life purpose is and what guidance you need to take to follow and fulfill it. What do you think? Do you see how capturing the unicorn is really about capturing your own soul, aligning to it, and receiving intuitive guidance to finding and following your life purpose? Are you beginning to understand that working with your unicorn guide in a conscious way is the key to doing so? I'd like to invite you to join Callista and I. Callista is the author of Unicorn Rising, and we are running a free masterclass all about connecting with the elementals of fire, water, earth, air, and spirit, including unicorns. And we are running this workshop on March 3rd. And if you go to bit.ly forward slash Elemental Masterclass, you'll be able to reserve your free seat for it. So to spell this out, it is bit.ly forward slash Elemental Masterclass. And you'll be able to reserve your seat. We'll teach you how to connect with the different elementals such as mermaids, dragons, sylphs, unicorns and fairies and then we'll introduce a new course that we've been working on for the past years all about connecting with the elementals for healing. Alrighty, thank you so much for joining me for this third episode in my elemental series and see you next week.
2: Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker Survival Guide and catch the next live episode.